0: Hi guys, it's Sister Spell and welcome back to Spellcast. So hopefully you guys have been having a great week. Um, I know this week can be pretty stressful because the election is literally tomorrow and for most of you guys that are listening, I know you guys live in the US because I've looked at my like demographics and not that many people from different countries listen to my podcast. So I'm guessing most of you guys know that the election is tomorrow for the United States and that's very stressful because you know how things have been the past four years. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, I feel like I'm gonna get so much anxiety about it, but we'll see how it goes. Um, It's currently 6 p.m. where I live on Monday. Yes, I'm recording this the day of, like usual, because with school and stuff, um, it's just honestly easier for me to do it the day of, but time for my regular ritual, which is reading people's DMs that they've sent me so that I can give them advice, and I just want to jump right into this. So this first person said, basically I had this guy friend and we met about two years ago. We had pretty similar interests and we got along pretty well. We talked for about a year every day and everything was good, but then I stopped writing first and we slowly stopped talking. We haven't been talking for a year now and we really aren't on good terms. When I've tried to talk to him, he responds rudely and he has new friends, a group of girls. Some of them are toxic, others normal. I think we are still friends though, but I want to politely tell him that I don't like him as a friend anymore and I want to end our friendship. We still have to see each other some some days a year, and I don't want to look bad by shutting down our friendship. What should I do? It's clear to me that you guys don't really talk anymore anyways, so I feel like it would be kind of unnecessary for you to be like, hey, I don't want to be friends with you anymore because to me it sounds like you guys haven't been on good terms or talking for a while anyways, so I just feel like there's no need to be like, Officially shutting the friendship down unless you really feel like you need like closure But other than that, I just feel like maybe just leave it alone and stay how you are with him Just don't really talk to him unless you have to like it's your choice not to be friends with him but you know don't like Go out of your way to be like hey I don't want to be friends with you anymore just because I feel like that's unnecessary, but you 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 don't have to follow my advice. So okay. So this next person said, okay, I'm so sorry. This makes no sense and, and is long. Well, anyways, when I started going to my current school last year, there was someone who had a crush on me. I'll call them Jay, and I became pretty close with Jay. But we didn't start dating until October of last year. Then a new girl came. Let's call her Lily. She had known Jay for a very long time. Me and Lily became friends, but she would always talk to me about Jay and how she liked him. This made me super uncomfortable, but I still wanted to be friends with her. Around December Last year, I broke up with him because I felt quite pressured to. And a week later, Lily and Jay started dating without asking me first. Like I wouldn't mind if she asked. Oh, so I really like Jay. Would you be all right with me dating him? But no, she told me a month later, and I was in a bad mental state already because of when I broke up with him. I still stayed friends with her after, but it really only just hit me that she really hurt me and still does. I've also noticed she's becoming more toxic every day. What do I do? She needs to be dropped and i'm not saying this because i just want to see you lose her your like friendship with her like i know that you like became good friends but honestly any friend that does that is not a true friend like i can't even imagine how you would feel literally a week after you broke up with jay she who has been like talking about like how she likes him and stuff all throughout your relationship to me that is just a horrible move on her part and i'm glad that you're like finally realizing that she like really hurt you and i'm honestly surprised you didn't see it earlier because if someone did that to me i would feel so betrayed so backstabbed and i'd immediately just be like okay I'm done like by staying friends with her You're kind of sending the message that like oh like you can just like walk all over me Like you're allowed to do this to me and you know what i'm just gonna stay friends with you I'm, not trying to say that to be like you don't know your worth or whatever but like honestly like people who don't value you and especially like jay and lily who literally didn't ask your permission if they could start dating those people don't need to be in your life and as much as it might hurt I honestly think that it would be for the best if you would just not be friends with Lily anymore especially not Jay but like Lily is someone who just was not a real friend in the first place if she could just easily steal your ex-boyfriend so I don't know I mean obviously you don't have to take my advice but I would highly suggest not being friends with her anymore. This next person said, hey, I was wondering if you have any advice for me. I just started high school and have a YouTube channel where I try to upload once a week. Do you have any advice of how I can keep up with uploads and my grades? Also, do you have any advice on how to grow a YouTube channel? Okay, so as far as growing your YouTube channel, I actually have a whole episode on that and I think it's episode two, if I'm correct. I don't know. It's like one of the very first episodes on my podcast and you'll be able to find it because it literally the title is like how to grow your youtube channel or something so i would suggest listening to that because i feel like i gave a lot of advice and like tips in there but it has been a while since i did that episode so i i guess i could add a few more tips and that's just like my main thing is just you really have to be consistent and as far as like your advice about being a student and uploading I definitely like to struggle with that because i'm like a high school student I'm in junior year I've got ap classes and things to pay attention to You know, I have to still focus on school and be able to upload videos But I think it's all about like prioritizing your time and stuff Like you just have to manage your time and make time for the things that are important to you So if you really really have a passion for youtube and you love making videos then set aside time to make videos and obviously do your schoolwork first, but like set aside YouTube entirely for everything else, you know, because if you really like something, then you should make the time for it. So yeah, as far as like keeping up with uploads while getting good grades, I just think that like if it's important to you, you'll find time for it even after working on school. So obviously I would suggest doing all your schoolwork first, but then maybe instead of going I I have no idea but like instead of doing something that you would normally do Maybe just like focus on youtube instead. Hi sister spill I listen to your podcast every time you put one on in your youtube videos and really need help with one of my crushes So i've known this girl for like a year and lately just started catching feelings for her I am bi but I have no idea how to tell her ps if you want to put it in the podcast You're welcome to so if you don't know how to tell her honestly, um, I think it depends on like the circumstances you know if you like talk to her a lot, and, like, you think maybe she likes you back, then, like, I'd say completely go for it, but if, like, she's been weird or, like, asked, like, she doesn't like you, then I'd suggest maybe not telling her because then, I I mean, I don't know. I don't really see a harm in telling her either way, but just kind of, like, read the situation since, like, there was only a, a small amount of detail that you gave me. I'm not sure, but I would say overall go for it. And as far as, like, how you tell her, that's really up to you i don't know if like you see her in person a lot or like at school or whatever it may be um but if not then maybe you could like facetime or text her or something okay this next one is pretty long but i find it interesting so um hey sister spill i love your podcast and love listening to it before i sleep thank you um anyways i need some advice from you and maybe you could help me out the story is kind of embarrassing but it's something besides toxic friends so i hope nobody judges me because this is a safe space yes 100 no one's judging Um, Like other teenagers, I have a phone and it's the main source of communication right now I used to have an old iphone 5, but then it broke due to it being so old And so around february of 2020 my mom offered to let me buy my dad's iphone since mine broke I took the deal and paid my mom using my birthday money because I don't have a job But my mom does this thing where she only lets me use my phone on the weekends friday saturday and sometimes sunday For about two hours at a time like during one sitting and then she locks it in her bedroom and puts it in her nightstand drawer. My phone will sit there during the weekdays, Monday through Friday, until she'll allow me to use it on the weekends. She's been using this method ever since I got my first phone, which was an iPod Touch she thinks I have no control over my phone and she thinks I'm addicted or whatever that means but how am I addicted if I only get to use my phone on the weekends I believe that there was no point in paying for a phone that I don't really get to use and it beats the actual purpose of having a phone sometimes I even have to sneak and check my phone while she's out of the house during the week to get a glimpse I feel like I'm the only teenager who still gets her phone taken away and it sucks how I can only use it on the weekends the truth is it ruins my social life especially during this pandemic I haven't seen my friends in 9 months and it's driving me crazy the only form of communication we have right now is through text messages and facetime and i can't seem to talk to my friends when they want because i only get my phone for two hours on the weekends continuing i have a couple friends let's name them julia katie and lynn we were all in a friend group before quarantine julia is my best friend and i talk to her more often julia always texts me and i never respond because i only get my phone on the weekends and i won't see the message and julia always gets pressed that i never respond one day, I asked her why I kind of drifted away from Katie and Lynn, and she said it's because when they text, I don't answer and I don't pick up calls. The truth is, I would love to talk to my friends, but my mom's weekend rule is ruining my friendships and is severely causing them to drift away from me and leave me friendless. My mom claims I have no friends, and this is partially why. I've offered my mom to put Apple screen time on my phone if she's so concerned about my time usage and if I'm using my phone at night and she refuses. I'm about to turn 14, and I think it's ridiculous how I paid for it, and it's not even my own phone. So how can I deal with my mom's method and try to convince her to stop it, even though I have tried already? And how do I deal with my friendships being broken because of her methods with my phone? I know this is kind of long and quite confusing, but I hope you can give me some advice. Thank you so much, and I hope you can give me some amazing advice. I tune into your podcast every Monday, and I hope you continue to make great content. So first of all, thank you for being so nice. This is definitely an interesting one. I'm very glad that you sent me something other than like toxic friendships. I know you did like mention your friendships, but it has nothing to do with like toxic friendships. So I'm glad that it's something different for a change. But this one's really interesting and I have definitely had friends throughout the years that have had like strict parents who have been very you know very conservative about like phone usage and how often their kids get to use their phones like one of my friends literally couldn't have like Instagram and stuff and you know I get it all parents have their reasons and stuff but for you I feel like considering the situation with like the pandemic where you haven't been able to see your friends in nine months like that's an insane amount of time and so like i i definitely see how it's so easy to lose friends over that because if you're not seeing your friends and you're not even talking to them like obviously the friendship's going to drift apart and like you guys aren't going to be friends anymore because you don't even have a chance to talk to them so i totally get it and i see your frustration because i can't even imagine not being able to talk to my friends for that long and you know i'm sure you guys have talked a little bit here and there but like you said like you only get your phone for two hours on the weekends and that's not enough time, you know, what if they're busy for those two hours, and so then you can't talk to them till the next weekend, because you don't have your phone during the weekdays, if I read that correctly, so that's honestly really unfair, and you know, like I said, I know all parents have their reasons and stuff, but like in this case, I just feel like your mom's being way too extreme, because one, you literally paid for the phone that she let you buy like you took that deal and you used your birthday money for it so you should be allowed to use it more than two hours also i just think that like you said that you're turning 14 like i feel like that's a really like appropriate age for you to be able to like use social media and talk to your friends and facetime and stuff like that and what really gets me is like it's not even like the social media it's the fact that like you can't even talk to your friends like you don't have time to text them and throughout this pandemic like that's really really necessary right now because the main source of communication most of us have right now with our friends is our phones so I can't even imagine not not talking to my friends or seeing them for that long it's really difficult um but as far as like how maybe you can convince your mom and stuff maybe try telling her exactly what you told me because a lot of times people you know rant to their friends or like you you sent this dm to me but you're talking about the situation in a different way than maybe you tell her straight to her face but sometimes that's maybe what she needs to hear like yeah maybe in the past you've just been like this is so unfair to me blah 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 but When you're telling it to me, I'm sure that you're like including every bit of your frustration and stuff Um, and I don't know if this makes sense, but just like maybe if you word it, like phrase it the way that you told me, maybe it'll finally click in her head that like, hey, this is not fair because I'm not even letting her talk to her friends and she's losing her friends and if she has mentioned before like, oh, I've noticed that you don't have any friends anymore, like, well, maybe you should be like, well, I can't because you take away my phone and so I don't know I just this situation is like frustrating for me to like listen to even though I'm not in your position but like for me from my perspective it's just like really annoying like I just I I don't understand why she has to be so strict and I definitely understand why she would be scared of you getting addicted to your phone that's totally valid because even on my last podcast episode I talked about like The danger of social media was that even my last episode no it wasn't it was the one before that sorry guys one of my recent episodes I talked about the danger of social media and just technology in general and you guys should listen to that if you haven't already but like it's completely valid for parents to be afraid of like their children's social media usage but there's a huge difference between that and not even being, being able to like text or call your friends like that is way too far in my opinion and I I hope that it gets resolved soon but maybe if you just like talk to her and be like hey listen like I'm turning 14 or maybe you are 14 I'm I can not remember when you said you were turning 14 but um just be like i'm turning 14. I feel like i'm responsible I even offered to let you use the screen time setting on my phone Which is ridiculous by the way that like she won't even do that Like if my kid came to me and offered me like a compromise i'd be like, okay Sure that works, but i'm surprised that your mom didn't say yes to that So I don't know just be like i'm turning 14 soon I will use the screen time thing and I just want to be able to talk to my friends because i've lost them because of this pandemic And I think if you do that Maybe it'll help, but I maybe you've already done that before. So I don't know if i'm being super helpful, but Yeah, best of luck to you Okay, and the next Advice that I wanted to give out was from someone that I forgot to Give advice to one of the other weeks and I told her that I would um give her advice and I didn't so Finally, I'm giving her advice, but she said i'm from australia and i'm in year six, which is the year just before high school I was wondering if you have any advice because I did most of school online and I don't think i'm socially ready So as far as being like not socially ready I totally like relate with you because when I started high school I've talked about this many times, but I didn't have friends. It was a really rough year for me like I literally knew no one at my new school. I mean, basically, I just had a really rough freshman year, and I didn't know anyone at my new school, so I definitely understand where you're coming from, and I'm very familiar with the situation. All I can really say is that you have to stick with it because eventually everything works out. For me, it took literally a year, which was horrible. Hopefully, that won't happen to you. But I'm sure you're going to be fine and it's all just a matter of like putting yourself out there Even if you're shy because trust me, I would know I'm very shy. It took me forever It does work out as long as you take every opportunity to talk to people Whether you're in a class and you see someone and you just compliment them and then maybe they'll you know At least know who you are like little things like that just build up or if you just get people talking about themselves People love to talk about themselves. I've mentioned this before on my podcast, but that's a very true statement like if someone asks you about something like most of the time you're gonna want to talk about it Like people love to talk about themselves. So if you can get someone talking about Them or something they like or you know compliment them and be like, where'd you get your outfit from? like and then they'll start start talking like it's all a matter of just finding those right ways to start a conversation and then from there make friends and I know that's way easier said than done trust me but I just think that like little things like that can definitely make a big difference so as long as you put yourself out there I think you're going to be totally fine but good luck Okay, this next person said, So basically, I'm in this friend group of like four people, and at first, it started off great. Until they added another member, let's call her Emily. So basically, Emily stayed in the friend group for about two weeks, and it first started off great. And then as the other days went by, one of the girls from the group wasn't there let's call her daisy so daisy was taking some classes and there was only f- and there were only 4 of us and emily started talking trash about daisy and at first everyone disagreed but emily would always talk behind everyone's backs to the point where people agreed with her so i had a best friend named Michael? I don't know if you spelled that right. Or is it Michelle? Shell? <laughs> Anyways, and basically we were really good friends, but what I didn't know was that Emily liked him, which made her mad every time I talked to him. So she was always jealous. And then one day we were at lunch and Michael sent me a meme. I showed my friends and everyone laughed except for Emily, which made me realize she was mad, but I didn't know why, so Emily started talking in Spanish. My whole friend group knew Spanish except me. I was taking Chinese, and she started saying these things, and Daisy had, like, a really weird look on her face. So, at the end of school, Daisy told me everything, and I was really sad. I ended up leaving and blocking all of them. Should I still be friends with Emily and give her a chance or, d- or just ditch her? I feel like ditch is kind of a strong word. Honestly, like I've said so many times before, like, all of you guys who come to me with stories about friendships and what you should- what you should do and who you should stay friends with and who you shouldn't stay friends with. Like, honestly, just look at it. Like, is this person making you genuinely happy or do they drain you and make you feel exhausted every time you hang out with them? That is a huge aspect of staying in a friendship. Like, whether or not they actually are enjoyable to be around like some people you're kind of friends with for like different reasons maybe because you know they're a super fun friend and they always have something to do with you or maybe because you're just kind of like nice to each other but you don't have that much in common like people have all sorts of reasons for being friends with someone but if there's someone that actually like makes you happy makes you laugh you love hanging out with them you've had good times with them and they actually care about you and ask you how you're doing and they don't just talk about themselves like That is a good friend that you should keep around. Someone that is talking bad about you in spanish when they know you don't know spanish like that is not someone you want to keep around you so to me that's a very simple answer and that is to not be friends with her anymore okay this next person said so basically there's this girl and i commented frick trump but the not so nice version of frick and she dm'd me and said that she supports trump and stuff so i told her that when she says that she's being racist sexist homophobic etc and she said that she supports trump because he helps her family out because they're white and straight but anyway she was being very selfish and made up a bunch of stuff about Obama and Biden that I knew wasn't true, so then I tried to approach the convo in a nicer way, a more mature way, but it didn't work. What I want advice on is I've known her for years and I don't want to end her friendship, but it's so hard to be friends with someone so ignorant What should I do? Also, she glorified our word I won't say just because it could be triggering for people and sexism. Sorry, this is long by the way I love you in your podcast. Thank you. Love you, too And this is um, honestly a really good question because I personally have friends that have different beliefs from me For the most part, though, I feel like most of my friends, like, share the same beliefs as me, like, in the fact that, like, we don't like Trump, you know, none of us are racist, homophobic, sexist, anything like that, but I do have one friend that I don't think she's listening to this, but I love her, but she... She definitely is, like, less educated when it comes to, like, politics or just human rights or, you know, like, important issues in general, and I've been friends with her since first grade, so, like, I've been friends with her for 11 years now, which is a super, super long friendship, and, like, I can't imagine not being friends with her, but on the other hand, sometimes she has said some things that I know can be, like, insensitive. She really has, like, the biggest heart. She's super kind, love her, like I said. She tends to be uneducated about things, like, for instance, um, there were these girls that I went to middle school with that over the weekend on halloween they were hanging out with with each other there were about like five girls and they decided that they wanted to be mr clean for halloween and as you guys know mr clean is like you know like that guy from the commercial and he's bald and has like white eyebrows and he's white like he's a white man but these girls decided it'd be a good idea to dress up as mr clean but use foundation that was like five times darker than their regular like natural skin tone And so they all put this foundation all over their face And it made them look so much darker to the point where they were completely doing like almost blackface I don't know if it's considered like full-on blackface or not, but it was you know Something that was just like I looked at it immediately because all of them were like posting it on their snapchat stories and instagram Like they thought it was so funny Like they posted tiktoks with them in their outfits like you like sure you can dress up as mr clean, but you don't have to make your foundation like five times darker than it should be because out of like the five of them did they not like at least one of them did they not look at that and be like guys i think there's something wrong with this i guess not because they went out in public like that they made tiktoks like i said and you know posted this and i was you know seeing this on snapchat i didn't say anything but i honestly wish i did because i don't even go to school with them anymore so i saw that and immediately i looked at it i'm like this is not right, like, there's something really off about this, and I know what they're doing is wrong. My friend today, because she still goes to school with those girls, she was just like kind of talking to me and my other friend that I've been friends with since first grade as well. So, the three of us have been a trio for 11 years. My friend was just like very uneducated about like black fishing and blackface in general and stuff, and she was just like, I genuinely don't see what these girls did wrong, and I was just explaining to her like why it was wrong, how maybe like she shouldn't speak on it if she doesn't know. And there have been conversations like this that I've had with her before where she said things where I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how did you not know about this? And it's all really just because she's uneducated, but my whole, like, overarching point with this was that, like, I understand having a friend with different political beliefs. Now, I don't quite understand people who are Trump supporters because I've never actually had a friend that was, like, a full-on Trump supporter. Um, the friend that I just mentioned for a second in, like, middle school, she was like, oh, isn't Trump good? But, you know, I educated her, so I think it worked out. But I, I don't, fully understand having someone that's really close to you that is like a full-on hardcore like homophobic trump supporter whatever i don't understand that but what i can tell you is that generally and i'm not trying to make an assumption about every single trump supporter but for the most part people generally who support trump are more likely to be homophobic and racist and hateful and discriminatory towards certain groups of people and so i whenever i hear that someone is a trump supporter i don't want to be one of those people that's like oh like i'm not talking to you i hate you you're a horrible person but at the same time like the amount of stuff that i've seen and heard and researched about trump is enough for me to tell that he is a horrible person and that is someone that i would never want to support let alone someone that i wouldn't want to be supported by a friend of mine i get it we should be united you know, we're the United States, whatever, like we shouldn't split each other apart based on our political views. And I don't care about Democrat or Republican or conservative or leftist, you know, whatever it may be. I don't really care about that. There's a difference between like traditional like Republicans and people who just full-on support Trump. People who support Trump are supporting every hateful thing that he's done and so for that reason if someone that i know supports trump i honestly just feel like it's best for me to distance myself from them no matter who it is and that may may be hard but like for me i really care about having friends that share the same values as me at least on like the human rights basis if i have a friend that doesn't believe in lgbtq rights or gay marriage or black lives matter why am I friends with them? Like, it just shows what kind of person they are. So yes, you could continue being friends with her, but in my opinion, you can find someone so much better that will actually... Reflect your ideas and values so much better. So I hope that was helpful Um, I just honestly think that like I wouldn't want to surround myself with people who have like negative energy like that Okay, this next person said so basically in about a week or two I have volleyball tryouts. I'm the type of person to do absolutely terrible when i'm nervous I'm, super afraid that my nerves are going to get the best of me at tryouts And then i'm going and then i'm not going to make it or something I made the team last year, but it's just so much more competitive and different this year. I've tried meditating in the past and it has helped me a little bit, but I'm just really afraid I'm not going to make it, especially since the last volleyball season got cut short because of the coronavirus, and I haven't really practiced since then." I feel like it'll be super embarrassing for me if I don't make it because of all my friends and people that I know will know that I didn't make it. My parents have tried to find ways to help me calm down and even taken me to a therapist, but I literally feel like nothing works. I feel hopeless. I feel like there's never a time I'm not anxious about something. I want to find more ways to help me get into a more positive mindset that can help calm my anxiety and just calm me down for normal life situations. Please help. I'm glad that like you've tried meditation in the past because that's definitely like a really useful thing to do for me Like I have phases where I you know I meditate all the time and then I phases where I kind of stop but i've noticed that like whenever I do stop like i am more stressed and whenever i do meditate i feel less stressed and less anxious so i really do think that there's like a very strong connection between meditating and like your stress levels so definitely try and pick up meditation again even if like you think it's not helping i guarantee you it is there have been studies that show it helps you like i really just think that that'd be really useful For the next week or two until tryouts just do it every morning or every night whenever you have some free time Even if it's just for like five or ten minutes That'd be great. And I honestly think that it would help you get into a better mindset as far as like the actual tryouts I understand why you would be Concerned about making it again just because of the coronavirus, you haven't been able to practice. But that should also lead you to the perspective of like, you're probably not the only one that hasn't practiced because of the coronavirus. Like, there's no way that you're the only one. I think if you think about it like that, like, you're not the only one that's going to be struggling or who's a little bit rusty. Like, that's a good way to think about it. And also, just like saying positive things to yourself. Um, I've mentioned this before, and I don't know if you've listened to my episodes where I've mentioned it, but positive affirmations. Affirmations are really helpful and what I mean by affirmations is literally like going up to your mirror every morning and being like i'm making the volleyball team I'm a good volleyball player. I am strong. I am super athletic I am going to make the volleyball team like things like that I know it sounds super dumb and seems like it wouldn't do anything but it's actually been like There there are like studies and like things that have been proven where like if you write something down like manifestation for example If you write something down in, like, a journal and say, like, I am on the volleyball team in present tense, not, like, I will make the volleyball team, just, like, act as if you already have it, it's something, like, 42% more likely that it'll actually happen or something crazy like that. And I know it does seem crazy, but, like, if you think about it, like, if you write something down and believe that you're gonna do something, it's so much more likely that you will. Like, it really just makes sense. So I just think that, like, regardless of whether you, like, make it or not, I think that... You should be proud of yourself for trying out and everything and you did say that you made it last year So I already think that gives you a better chance because you know that you did it once before so you can do it again I think it's entirely possible and I hope that you'll like dm me in a couple weeks and let me know how it went You can totally do this. You got it and it's not going to be as scary as you think so don't worry I don't think you're the only one that's rusty on practicing and stuff So I really just suggest doing like affirmations meditation manifestation I know that's like a lot to handle and if you're confused about anything I said, please dm me really it's all about your mindset, and it really does come down to like your attitude. So, I totally get why you'd be nervous, but just try your best to think of it in the most positive way possible. And if you don't make it, don't worry about what other people will think because honestly, that's you and that's your life, and it's just your own thing. Like, honestly, they'll forget about it eventually, and it's not going to be as big of a deal as you think. Like, I totally get it. Like, I wouldn't want to be like telling people like, yeah, I didn't make it. Like I would hate that. But I also think that like everything does happen for a reason. So if you didn't make it, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. So if you think about it from that way, I think that will help a lot. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that was all of the advice that I had to give for this week. Like I said, if I missed yours anywhere, then just DM me again and I'll read out next week. But also this podcast has been 36 minutes so far of just advice, which by the time I edit this, it's going to be way less than that. I did spend a fair amount of time giving you guys advice, which I'm totally fine with but now this is turning more into like an advice podcast rather than like a tea podcast which honestly let's let's be honest here guys it never really was a tea spilling podcast in the first place like yeah i've talked about tea a little bit but like come on now (laughs) um but i did want to actually stay true to what this podcast is supposed to be about and that's tea and i wanted to talk about zoe laverne and This is a very loaded subject and I could talk about her for a long time if I wanted to, but I'm just gonna like finish it up and talk about her because of the recent events that have taken place and I can't remember if I even mentioned this on my last podcast or not but I did make a video about her and everything that's been happening and so if you guys want to watch that feel free to do so if you haven't already but basically she was caught kissing a 13-year-old boy who I've heard is her friend but then someone said it was her cousin and I'm really confused honestly but either way it's a 13-year-old boy that should not have been kissing her and before you guys think, like, oh, well, maybe they're just, like, really close, you know, kiss on the forehead kind of thing. No, 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 guys. If I could show you the videos that were leaked, which I don't want to do because it's literally, like, illegal to spread that, but I watched it, and it was just horrifying. Like, it was full-on kissing, like, not even just a peck or anything, like, full-on kissing, and I saw that at first, and I didn't know the context of it, so it was just, like, oh, great, like, another batch of zoe videos got leaked of her kissing a random guy and then i like started reading more about it i'm like oh my god this kid is 13 years old and the the huge issue with it is that zoe is 19 she'll turn 20 in like next summer and you know that's still a while away but she's 19 years old like she is a full Adult and she's kissing a 13 year old and I saw someone put it in perspective That's like a sophomore in college kissing a seventh grader. Let that sink in. That's so messed up I can't believe that she did that and thought that that was okay and like how could she not feel like a total child predator? I don't know. It's not like there was just one video leaked There were multiple videos leaked of them kissing them like hugging laying in bed together like all this crazy stuff and i'm like what are you doing like and everyone's just outraged by this they're like zoe needs to go to jail like she needs to be permanently cancelled and what really gets me is like zoe's reaction to this whole situation just because she doesn't take anything seriously and honestly like i'm not one to be hateful towards someone or bash anyone because i don't like it when people get excessive amounts of hate on the internet like that's why i try and make my videos like mostly unbiased and stuff but With Zoe Laverne, it is a completely different story. I mean, I have never seen anyone more toxic and controversial than her. And, I mean, I guess that's not entirely true. Like, honestly, Trisha Paytas. She's a really bad one, too. But as far as like the tiktok community like instagram influencers like she is one of the most controversial and like messed up people i've ever come across and you know i've made videos about her in the past obviously but like it's just crazy how much worse she has gotten and at first when i like very first heard about her I'm pretty sure she got her fame from, like, at first she was, like, a Lauren Gray fan page, which is so funny to think about now, and then she started kind of, like, using that to gain her own fans as, like, a fun thing, and then eventually she just became an influencer herself, and she was really small, but then you know, she got into, like, some drama, she dated Cody Orlove, and their relationship was, like, the center of attention for a little while, all this kind of stuff, you know, she made her fandom and called them the Zonuts, which, by the way, her fandom is literally a bunch of, like, nine-year-olds, like, little kids, but I'll get to that, but yeah, you know, she made a name for herself, she made merch, got a house, blah, 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 but really what she's known for is, like, all of the drama that she gets into, and it's insane. Like, the amount of things that she's done, including saying the n-word multiple times, cheating on her boyfriend literally like being manipulative to her fan pages like if they there's like dms of her fan pages being like zoe i'm so sorry but i'm gonna change into like a multi stand fan page or i'm just gonna like quit the fandom like i still love you though like she'll just be like fine like i guess you don't like me or like you hate me like super like manipulative like she's very like all about gaslighting all the sorts of stuff like i could go on and on and on about all the things that she's done vaping in front of her fans like there's literally like a zona that was like vaping on her live stream that looked like 10 and I'm like wow I wonder where you got that idea from so it's just very obvious that zoe is not a good role model and she never has been for people and i see why people are manipulated by her especially young kids because they see her and you know she's like iconic like she does like tiktok dances whatever like she seems sweet on the outside whenever she gets into drama like these scandals her supporters are too young to understand the volume and like the Severity of the stuff that she does, you know, she'll go on a live stream and apologize and her zonuts are like we love you Zoe, like please don't cry. Like it's fine We all make mistakes and like I get it I'm not trying to like blame these little kids because they don't know better but at the same time like it makes me so mad that she is just leading this group of people that like worships her and they don't think that anything that she's doing is wrong and so they're gonna grow up with a different mindset thinking that like stuff that she's doing is okay and, you know, you can get away with it and that's not right at all. So, I'm very disappointed that she even has a platform in the first place, but honestly, it's, like, everyone above, like, 13 or something, like, I don't know, just, like, reasonably older kids know better and all of us want to see her canceled but those younger kids like 11 10 9 8 7 year olds however old they are are so fixed on just worshiping zoe and making fan pages and fan edits and loving her no matter what she does and i think that's super scary and dangerous because i've seen throughout this whole new scandal with her kissing this 13 year old There are still people that are supporting her and I get that they're little kids and maybe they don't understand what she did and how it was super wrong. It's super frustrating for me to see, but I do feel like collectively the internet, once Zoe Laverne gone off the internet, like we're all tired of her. Literally all the drama she gets into is so exhausting and complicated. And if I were to make a whole video about everything that Zoe Laverne has done, it would be a full on like hour long documentary. Like I'm not even kidding. She has done so much stuff that it's just insane. So hard to keep track of. And she's lost so many friendships and boyfriends and relationships with people because she is so manipulative. And like I said, I'm not one to like bash people like this, but like I genuinely just don't think that Zoe's a good person at all. And when she first started getting to scandals, I kind of like knew who she was, but I would see her apologize and I'd be like, okay, she seems like a decent person. But after everything now, like, There is no way you can tell me that Zoe is a good person. I just, I'm sorry, but I just really don't believe that she is. And yeah, it's important that, like, we are kind to everyone. And so, for that reason, like, I'm not encouraging anyone to send hate to her or anything like that. But when it becomes a matter that has to do with her literally grooming a child, a 13-year-old boy that is where she really crossed the line and I don't think that she should get away with this whatsoever so that was my rant I don't know um it just reminded me that I needed to talk about it because some people really do still support her and it's so sad to see um I had a girl a younger girl um dm me yesterday and she sent me voice memos like voice messages through instagram and that's how i knew that she was young because she sounded like a little kid like maybe like nine or ten and she was basically just like i love your channel like i know you're never gonna see this which i did because i do answer all my dms i don't lie um but she's like i know you're never gonna see this but like i really don't appreciate how like channels like you and anna oop use like make videos and use things that are like not true and make zoe look bad and like all this kind of stuff and i'm like girl like everything that i put on my videos is completely true like i will never make a video that is like clickbait or has like false information in it just for the sake of it like no all of my videos are actually based on research that i did for hours sometimes and i try and be unbiased like i said like all of my videos are meant to be something that is factual and not just a rumor. Like, I don't like posting rumors. Like, I'm not trying to, like, call this person out, but Zanny T on YouTube, they've been nice to me. We've DM'd before, but I do gotta say what they're doing is, like, a clear example of the difference between me and other T channels, where, like, if you go to their channel, they are just constantly posting clickbait, like, Charlie Comes Out As Bi. I saw that today, that title, and I was, like, Charlie never came out as bi and... And I think that's crossing the line too because you don't make a clickbait title regarding someone's sexuality. Like you're just assuming their sexuality and that's not okay from my opinion. I just feel like that crosses a line. Like, yeah, use clickbait as much as you want. Like, okay, I personally don't wanna use clickbait because I feel like that devalues my videos and then people are less likely to trust me because they're gonna be like, well, is it actually true? So I'd much rather just be authentic and not use clickbait titles. Maybe like I use titles that are like, kind of enticing and like you want to click on it but I don't ever use titles that are like false or misleading so I just really think that like this channel they they go way too overboard if you just look at their titles it's like Bryson Addison broke up again when it's like there was no information about it and you click on the video and they give like zero proof like again if they're listening to this for any reason or if they like hear about this I'm not trying to like hate on you but at the same time like It's really frustrating to see people, T-channels, that are just not correctly using their platform. But my whole point with that was just, like, there's so much false information that gets spread on social media. And so this little girl that was telling me that she would appreciate it if I stopped talking about Zoe because she didn't want Zoe to get hate. Like, that is just a prime example of how easy it is for Her stands to be manipulated by her or just people in general like they get manipulated by people that they love and they're blinded So easily and so with zoe I just think that like people like this girl should not be supporting her And I sent voice messages back to her and tried my best to explain why what zoe did was completely wrong and how she shouldn't support zoe And honestly, I don't think it's gonna do anything because once someone's a supporter of her It seems like it's pretty hard to like pry them off of loving zoe But hopefully, maybe she sort of understands why what Zoe did was wrong and I just think that, like, it's very disappointing to see how many kids are still under her little spell and still love her because I I just really think that she's a horrible influence on people, especially kids, you know? Like, you can't grow up thinking that any of what she's doing is okay if she just apologizes for it, oh, it makes it completely okay. No, it doesn't. So, anyways, I'm done with this rant. My voice is kind of getting scratchy. I don't know if you guys can tell. My mouth is also very dry. So, um, I'm going to end the episode here. I felt like I ranted enough and I gave you guys a good amount of advice, but I hope that you all are staying safe and being careful, especially because this pandemic is getting deadlier. Especially in my state it's just getting so much worse. And actually, before I go, I want to give you guys a mini story time. Basically, if you guys know what the PSAT is, it's basically a test. Basically, just like the practice test for the SAT, and I'm sure you guys know what the SAT is, but just in case some of you guys are from different countries or don't know what it is, it's basically just a test that most people in high school take to... They send their scores to like colleges and stuff. You'd like, you basically just have to take it if, you're, if you want to go to college because if you get like good SAT scores, that's how you get into good schools. I did the PSAT on Thursday morning, which is a practice test for the SAT. And it was about a three hour long test. I, that was my first time being inside my school building since March because my school is doing online school, like I've mentioned many times before. But that was my first time being in the building. And first of all, it was so weird to be back at school um, because like, It's literally been how many months since March? I don't know, but it's been a long time. I I just couldn't believe that I was like in the school building. It felt super weird and, you know, seeing people that I kind of like forgot about or I just like went to school with, with masks on. Like that was all really weird, seeing them in person. And anyways, my point was we all had masks on. They separated us like alphabetically into different classrooms. There weren't that many of us in the first place. And in my testing classroom, there were probably like I don't know, I want to say like 12, 15 people max, like not that many people, um, even less than that probably. And it was a three hour test, like I said. I do the test, I come back. Honestly, don't think I did well in the test, but that's fine. And then on Friday afternoon, I look at my email. and I had an email from my school telling me that I was exposed to COVID-19 in the three hours that I went to school to take a test. Like, it wasn't mandatory or anything. Like, I chose to go take that test because I wanted practice. I went there and somehow got exposed to COVID-19. And, you know, all of us were wearing masks and stuff. So, like, I don't know if I have it or not yet. I'm gonna get tested tomorrow. Hopefully, I'm praying that I don't have it because I really, really, that would just suck. Like, I just don't want to have it. And also... I keep getting scared about, like, the long-term effects. Like, COVID-19 has a different impact on everyone, and yeah, for the most part, people are okay and they'll recover from it, but a lot of people have, like, long-lasting effects. Like, people that are young, like, 20-year-olds that literally, like, can't go on a walk without being short of breath months after they had COVID-19. Like, it really depends on the person, and I just would rather not have the virus and find out if I'm one of those people, so I really hope that I don't have it. Wish me luck for my test. I don't know how long it'll take to to get my results either. Anyways, that was just kind of my little story time that I was exposed to COVID-19, and get this, I had two friends that were there taking the test as well. Um, they were in a different classroom than I was, but I was literally the only one out of us three that got the email that I was exposed to COVID-19, so... That's great. I'm very (laughs) happy about that. I spent Halloween just sitting in my room. I did like Halloween makeup for fun, but other than that, like I did nothing on Halloween, which, you know, I wasn't expecting to like go out and party or something, but I thought like maybe I could see like one of my close friends. I actually had plans with her, but then I was like, I can't because I got exposed to COVID 19. Yay! So it was not the best weekend, but that being said, my whole point was just be very careful because things are getting super, super serious and especially if like biden loses this election i truly think that like the pandemic is only going to keep like getting worse so i just want you guys to be really thinking about other people I know that it's horrible having this still going on after months but like I would much rather stay in for like two more months completely quarantined and have the virus just be like completely under control than have it be how it is now like literally just everything is crazy and people are going to parties and I'm just so disappointed with so many people around me that it's just like I just want this to end and it's not easy on anyone so please just like don't only think about yourself think about other people and be considerate where you masks, social distance, don't hang out in large groups. Also, just be a kind person. You never know what other people are going through. I put a poll on my instagram story the other day where I was like, how are you guys really and I said Like not great or i'm doing great or whatever and pretty much half of you guys Said that you were not doing great and so I spent um a long time responding to all of my dms from people who were like Telling me what was going wrong in their lives and stuff and a lot of people were like praising me They're like, thank you so much for doing this. Like most influencers don't do this or whatever Well, I don't consider myself an influencer, but you know, some people called me that and I was just like you're welcome. Like I just really don't think that there are many people that are actually checking up on their supporters Or just like people around them in general And I realized with so many people dming me that like a lot of people don't actually have anyone to talk to And so it, that just like makes me so sad And so I I want to be your guys' friend Like if you have something going going on in your life, like you can always talk to me always dm me because I just hate thinking that people genuinely have no outlet you know not everyone goes to therapy or has a best friend that they can talk to. Like, so I just wanna be that person that can help someone who doesn't have anyone. So, yeah, my whole point was just like be kind because you never know what's going on in someone else's life. There's just so much that people don't consider when they're talking to people. So, just try your best to be kind. And I just think that's very important, so I wanted to spread that message along, but with that, if you want to DM me on Instagram, it's at sisterspillyt, my Twitter, if you want to follow it, is at sisterspill11, and if for some weird reason you want to follow my TikTok, I don't really post on it, but if you want to follow it, it's at sisterspillyt, the same as my Instagram handle. And I will talk to you guys next week uh, before I leave, if you guys listen to this episode all the way through, tell me what you were for Halloween, if you were And if you weren't anything, then just tell me you weren't anything. Bye guys